The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. On the evening of the resurrection, Jesus himself stood among the disciples, but they were startled and frightened, and supposed that they saw a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do questionings rise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see. For a spirit has not flesh and bones as you see that I have. And while they still disbelieved for joy and wondered, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate before them. Then he said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sin should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Heavenly Father, I do pray at this time that indeed it would be your living word which goes forth and... um, which brings life to us. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Tonight, I invite you along with me to focus primarily uh, on this, uh, what we hear from the Acts of the Apostles. One of the the earliest uh, sermons uh, following Jesus' resurrection as Peter and John and and the others um, go forth. And as we Reflect on the Acts of the Apostles. What I would, um, what I would like for us to reflect on, or basically what I'd like to offer um, tonight, is the the freedom that's made available to us in the gospel, uh, the the freedom that's made available to us in the gospel, and the, and the freedom that we see very much alive and present uh, in the life of Peter and John and the others, and that um, which they proclaim. Um, but first, let me just sort of share um, a. Uh, a brief story, perhaps, to help illustrate, hopefully, um, to, to help um, illustrate. A number of years ago, gosh, it's been probably been about 10 years um, ago now, um, Paula and the, and the kids um, came to me, and um, uh, we needed a dog. Uh, and they had actually, as, as you might imagine, they had met a dog on a field trip. Um, and, um, you know, it was one of those things that was clearly meant to be. He had been uh, he, what am I saying? I've known this dog 10 years. She, um, it's, it's my dog. Um, we're actually much closer than you might guess. But anyway, she would, she had been, uh, like Craig, it's, it's a sign. I mean, she was abandoned. She was left at the church across the street and it wandered over, um, to the farm, uh, that they were, uh, that they had gone the field trip on. And as you might imagine, the farmer already had, um, plenty of dogs there, um, on site and said, Hey, you know, Great dog, uh, available for anyone who wants this dog. And so God, Paul and Maisie came home. They told me all about this great dog. And I said, look, and they said, let's just ride out and see it. Um, and, I, and I said, sure, let's just ride out and see it. Of course, I knew as I said that we're going to ride out and see it. I mean, you can't, you can't ride out and see it and say, yeah, it's a great dog. No. Um, you know, it's just kind of, so I knew going out there, yes, we're, we're coming home. Uh, we're coming home with a dog. And so we, we came home. Um, with this with this little dog, and um, you know this this cute this cute little girl, you know, 
covered in fleas, and but you know she she was ours, and and as you might imagine, we brought her home. She was going to be an outdoor dog, you know, strictly strictly. She was going to be an outdoor dog, and so she was. She certainly didn't seem to complain. I mean, she was good. She was like, you know, I've got I've got three square meals a day here, and you know, pretty pretty good. So no complaints on her end. And then you know, of course, as it got cold, well, just you know, we probably should bring her into the kitchen, you know, and just kind of you know, just but leave her in the kitchen. Though. And you know, as you as you might imagine, you know, she went from a strictly an outside dog to a uh, just in the kitchen when it's when it's cold dog to the dog that's just you know everywhere um, has has complete sort of run and rule um, of of the house of the house now. Uh, well, I share all that with you. Uh, Chafee is is her name, kind of an odd name. It's where we go every summer. Chafee's locks. So Chafee's has been just a, a, a an amazing um, dog, a, a loyal dog, a wonderful. Uh, a wonderful addition um, to the family. Uh, we we absolutely adore her, and she, Chafee has plenty of issues. Um, she has a lot of social issues. She doesn't get well. She doesn't get along well with others. Um, and and sort of our dog psychiatry says, you know, it's she's protective and possessive. You know, we we said it's a hard knock life. You know, it's it's her early beginnings and that tough. You know, she's very protective of what she has now. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because she's probably part chow, if you really get right down to it. But anyway, we said it's a hard knock life that sort of made her um, as, as, you know, she's been loved, she's been accepted, she's been brought in um, to the fold of this family, and, and now she in no way, shape, or form wants, wants to give that up. You know, we could leave the front door open, she's not going anywhere. She's staying with her pack, um, she's not leaving. Well, um, why, do I, why do I share that? that story with you. Well, the, the, the reason is, is this. Um, Peter, uh, we hear in this, in this passage here, um, Peter and John, but not just Peter and John alone, but, but the disciples, they go out and they're proclaiming on the message of the gospel. They're proclaiming the good news, the message of salvation that has been made available um, in Jesus Christ. And, and what they have experienced has so um, profoundly affected them and freed them um, in their lives that they're propelled forward now to share this, this good news with others. They, they've experienced once, as, as the scriptures talk about, you know, once you were no people um, and now you were God's people. Um, once they had been cut off um, and now um, they've been brought near. The, the message of salvation is one of adoption, is that we are, we are adopted as God's sons and daughters. Uh, the result of our sins, the result of the fall, the result of our rebellion left us um, cut off uh, from God. But in Jesus Christ, God takes the amazing divine initiative to seek us, to extend his love and his grace to us, to restore us in fellowship and relationship with him, uh, and to adopt us as his sons and daughters, to make us heirs of his promises. And, and, and Peter and John have come to experience this, not just intellectually, but also we see very much in, in their spirit as well, and it, and it has propelled them in a way which is which is freeing, and I, and I love what we hear. Uh, and just by by way of context, what's going on here in the third chapter? We hear that they're the time for prayer uh, has come. It's three o'clock in the afternoon, and they're going um, to the temple um, for prayer. And they're at a particular gate called Beautiful, and and, and there is uh, a man that uh, people bring there every day, and they drop him off there to beg um, every day. Um, at the temple gate, they they bring him, they leave him there, and he and, and he begs as people come into uh, people come into the temple, and and Peter and John, as they're approaching, he he asks them uh, he asks them for some money, uh, and and they say, look at us, 
uh, and he, he looks at them, I would imagine expecting that he's going to receive um, some gift from them, and, and he certainly does. And they say, look, so we don't have any silver and gold um, with this, but, but what we have, um, we share with you. In the name of Jesus Christ, uh, rise up and walk. And we hear um, that they take him by the hand, uh, and, and amazingly, he, he's healed. He's restored. He rises up, uh, and he walks, and they, and they walk into um, the temple together. And, and here's part of the freedom uh, of the gospel. We hear that as, as he walks in, uh, understandably, as you might imagine, um, this causes quite a stir. Um, this, is, this is a man that they've seen for years, um, likely. They, they, know, um, they know that he doesn't walk, and now suddenly he, he walks in um, with them, and, and a great crowd um, gathers, gathers around them. And, and here's the amazing thing about it. Again, Peter and John, and for you and for me, the, the message of salvation is one of adoption, one of God's grace, which is given to us as a gift from Jesus, not something that we've earned, not something um, that we've merited. And, and there's phenomenal freedom in that. I mean, think about our world. Our, our world is pretty merit-based, isn't it? Um, by, by what you accomplish, by um, your success or by um, your production, sort of love and, and favor and, and grace are, are often in the world bestowed by, by merit. It's a, and, and what a tyrant. Um, what a tyrant that is, consistently trying um, to measure up, to trying to earn um, love, to try and earn um, these different things. What a, what a tremendous burden. And yet they've experienced this gift given to them freely, and it's, and it's phenomenally liberating. So when they see this man, they're not stooping down to this man. They realize that they're, they're one beggar speaking to another beggar, saying, you know what? Um, we've been adopted. Uh, we've been given this gift that wasn't ours, um, that we didn't earn and deserve. It's been given freely to us, and we share it now. With you, and we hear the people as they're gathered around. Um, they, they say, "Don't, don't look at us um, as if our power um, or our piety did this. We, uh, we didn't do this." They're, they're delighted to say, "You know what? It's, it's not us. Uh, we're not the ones that, de- that did it. It's in the name of Jesus, uh, and it's in faith in Jesus um, that this man has been made new. That that tremendous gift of salvation, the the freedom, um, the ability um, to." realize that it's accomplished through God's power and, through, and not through our own. The, the tremendous freedom we see that they have received, the ability for them to offer, and the, and the call that is given is one to repentance. And uh, as, as you might imagine, or as you sort of heard numerous times, yes, uh, repentance uh, certainly uh, means to turn. Uh, it means to turn, but repentance also means more than that. Repentance means to change one's mind about and what, what the others um, had discovered, what they changed their mind about was, was one, their condition. Uh, and the message that goes out to us first and foremost is that each and every one of us is a person in need of salvation. We're a person in need of being made new. Uh, we're a person in need of being adopted by God. We, we're not simply basically okay, but in need of a little improvement. Um, we're, we're people that, are, that were dead in our sins and our trespasses. Uh, and of course, the message does not stop there. And, and when we hear that message, I, you know, hopefully it's 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 not grim. I, I, I don't find it. Um, uh, I don't I don't find it grim uh, because of what goes along with that. Again, it's it's tremendously freeing to say, you know what? Um, it's not about a matter of you and me finally getting our act together enough, and then um, God will restore us. Uh, it's not about you know God's going to do most of it, but I've got to do part of it uh, along the way. Um, to make it complete, because my track record is such that would fill me with tremendous anxiety. Um, 
No, the message is you were dead in your sins and your trespasses and God has stepped into that situation in Jesus. Uh, and through what they saw and experienced, through the cross and through the resurrection, He's defeated the power of sin and death. He's restored us in relationship with God, adopted us uh, as God's sons and daughters. And it's accomplished through our changing our mind about our condition, our changing our mind about who Jesus is, the fact that He is the One, the Son of God who's come forth into the world um, to forgive sinners, to restore us in relationship with God. And in that is tremendous freedom. Uh, we, we become God's people. Uh, we, we don't have to constantly um, try to, to, to measure up. Um, we have the ability to turn to Him and to have the power of His Holy Spirit alive and at work in us um, to make us whole, to make us new in a way in which all of the um, performance uh, can never. Um, Nolan Ryan, um, anybody ever heard of Nolan Ryan? Pretty good pitcher. Um, pretty, pretty well known, you know, you know arguably the, you know, the, the best pitcher. Uh, he pitched, I mean, just crazy, sort of into his, well into his 40s, but not just that, was, was throwing in the 90s um, in, in that stage. And that stage, well, I mean, just absolutely amazing. Uh, but one of the things he was asked one time, and talking about you know his accomplishments and so forth and so on, he said, I mean, just with complete earnestness, he said, you know, only, you're only as good as your last game. And you know, um, that that drive probably helped him be tremendously successful. But man, what a downer! Um, if you're only as good, if you're only as good as your last game, if you're only as good um, as your last performance, if you're only as good as your last intention, if you're only as good um, as your last thought, um, there would never be any peace for us. Uh, But we have the message of salvation, um, which is shared with us tonight. We hear again through the Acts of the Apostles, Jesus Christ, the rejected, um, the one who came forth into the world to save sinners, the one um, who was not defeated, but the one who defeats sin and death, and the one who extends to you uh, and to me um, the ability to have our sins blotted out the times of refreshing may come for us. So my prayer is that that we would hear and receive the freedom available in the gospel, a God who seeks us, a God who restores us in Jesus, Uh, and that in turning to Him, believing in Him and on Him, we may find the refreshment for our souls God desires to share with us. And as we hear that this night, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You that You sought us uh, in Jesus, Your Son, We thank you as well that you've extended to us through him uh, grace and love and compassion uh, and and freedom and refreshment that are not based on our merits, but his. Lord, by the work of your spirit, draw us to you. Help us to find our our strength, our worth, our merit in you. Uh, And in so doing, know the salvation and freedom made available in Jesus, your son. And this we ask in his name. Amen.